Yeah, I don't know what that was. I don't know what that sound was, but it freaked me out. <laughs> so. so scared. <laughs> now we have to record for another hour just so that Tack can fall asleep. Nah, nah, whatever. <laughs> oh, that's if it's gonna get me, it's gonna. If it's gonna get me, it's gonna get me. We're at the end. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to run or or do anything. Like, I just, I give up. Yeah, no. <laughs> fucking possess me, kill me, whatever it is you're gonna do. Like, I've uh, seen enough horror movies. I know I don't make it out of this alive. Yeah, it's fine. as long as <laughs> as long as they have Taco Bell in hell, you'll be all right. Ten, you're talking about uh, Taco Bell, uh, and Bob and I were also talking about getting Taco Bell. Not today, maybe, maybe later, maybe this weekend. It will be good during the week, but Taco Bell will be eaten. What's your go-to Taco Bell order? Do you have one? Oh, does he? <laughs> it's embarrassingly large. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shocked. I am a Crunchwrap Supreme, two cheesy gordita, and a spicy potato taco guy. Sometimes if I'm feeling a little loco, I'll throw a Doritos Locos taco in there too as well. Um, and then I will consume it all in one sitting. That was, that was four originally and sometimes four. loco equals five? Yeah. Um, okay, Jay, what do you do? I, I, I do also want to add oh. one quick thing. Um, sometimes sometimes, sometimes uh, the potato taco gets subbed out for two taco Supremes, soft shell of course. And uh, sometimes, uh, well, not sometimes, all all times, I get a large Baja Blast. <laughs> yes, I called it. So I, Baja Blast is good. I just, it's I, very. There's funny. a Taco Bell literally four blocks from me, which is Rep-ro. which is very, very dangerous. Yeah. Um, when Devin and I went on uh, our first date. We like we went and we got drinks and like we ordered appetizers, but like I didn't want to eat too much in front of her, so I didn't really eat. As soon as I got home, <laughs> I went straight to Taco Bell and ate like twenty five dollars worth of Taco Bell. So. I did that once after a date. I took a girl out for dinner, and she was like, "I'm actually going out of town for the weekend, so like if you want to take the leftovers, like you can take them." I was just like, "Oh, are you sure? Like I don't mind." She's like, "Yeah, go ahead and take them." As soon as I got home, I destroyed it just because I was like, I ate just enough to be like, I'm not being weird, but also like I'm not gonna eat that much in front of you. As soon as I got home, they did not make it through the night. I just it's a, it's a real it. move, man. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? I'm just <laughs> uh, the answer to your question, Nikki. I don't eat Taco Bell. I don't eat Taco Bell. Boo. I'll do. I have it's been it's not something I eat often. When I have, it's usually Taco Supreme, maybe like two Taco Supremes, and then I'll do um, the ch- a chalupa, like a chick- the chicken chalupa. I'll do like two of those. That's about it. The Crunchwrap oh, wow. Supreme is fucking disgusting. You're disgusting. Shut the fuck disgusting. up. Shut the fuck up. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. You've had some bad takes on this podcast, oh. and that is bar none your worst. I had it once, so, a couple months I'm, ago. I think over the summer. Just un ugh. Ugh, just thinking about it makes me like want to vomit. Uh, Nikki, so I want to know yours. Well, th- I'm so happy that we did this in you know the traditional NBA style where I ask the question, you two go, and then I I add a little bit because usually when I have something to say, you guys obviously, truly just right right off the gate, true true form going against each other entirely, and usually I lean one way or the other, uh, or sometimes very often kind of right in the middle, understanding on both sides. But this time I got to say I only only get taco bell after midnight that's when I, that, that's when the only the never before only after so every time at least i get two chalupas two hard shell taco supremes because i'm i'm a i'm a crunchy bitch uh sometimes get the nachos <laughs> so back in the day when they used to have it got the taco pizza 
the oh, Mexican right. pizza was the an Mexican excellent pizza. menu menu item, and the fact that they removed it is nothing short of a travesty. It's a shame, truly a shame. Uh, but yeah, I, do, I miss the gordita too. I used to fuck with the gordita. Sometimes the gordita you gotta live, moss. I also uh, nice. I also like the uh, cinnamon swirls. Those things, very too good. Sweet. Too sweet. Probably now. Haven't had them in years. But here's sweet. a question: Have you guys ever had? their breakfast no but i've heard no. good things it is fucking amazing <laughs> wow and i i want to be clear this is not me taco bell is my number one fast food dude sponsor us already taco bell what are uh, you cut the fucking check bro <laughs> uh, no but don't they 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 sponsor baseball right yeah, that's because Joe Buck is always like, Sub Taco Bell, sometimes <laughs> yeah. you gotta live moss. Well, I um, love because when someone steals a base of World Series, everyone gets a free yeah, you get, taco. Yeah, you, you get a free taco. If you uh, think that I've not gone and claimed that taco employees. and then ordered eight other things, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, they know what they're doing. Those, those marketers. Yeah, marketers? Yeah, they know what they're doing. Uh, Nailed it. The, the breakfast Thanks, is good, sorry. man. The The sausage... Crunch wrap, the bacon crunch wrap, both are good. I I, I lean sausage, but I'll, I'll get both. Um, that's really the only things I get, but like they're excellent. They do have they do have some good like breakfast burritos as well, but primarily I'm a breakfast crunch wrap boy, and they're they're quite good. So I look, Jay, I'm I'm just saying, give give Taco Bell breakfast a chance. Maybe Taco Bell can redeem itself in your eyes. I'll give it a shot. There I'll you give go. It a shot. Well, this has been Taco Bell, boys. Thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> and let's switch on over to the other podcast that we have. Welcome to NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. Uh, you know, like Taco Bell, something that, let's be honest, sometimes really makes you shit. Not sometimes. Every time? All the time, all day, every day. Let's 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 not sugarcoat it. It doesn't make you shit. It makes you piss out your ass. <laughs> okay, that you guys got weak stomachs. I don't I don't do it that bad. And I, I, I do shit. Well, I also damn. slather mine in fire sauce. So <laughs> <laughs> so you, it's it's already lubricated for you. Just ready but like to go the out. food, the food is really just a vessel for their little sauce packets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little tortilla boat. Uh, tortilla. Oh, <laughs> like, yo, it. sorry to go back to food, but remember when we used to get those little tortilla boats in like grade school? It was like with the school lunches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like a, a rectangle. We've probably talked about this so many times. I love those things. <laughs> Truly thought it was like the, I thought it was the peak, peak of food. I was just like, oh, <laughs> this, oh, the artistry, this, <laughs> this is mwah. compliments <laughs> to the chef. Oh, it's a microwave. I gotta get me one of those. Uh, anyways, let's go. Let's move on. Next segment. <clears throat> it's time. Oh wait, no. It's time for me to actually tell me who I am. I'm your host of this podcast, NBA, Nikki Kilas, aka Rick Ross, the Big Boss Barry. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the the maybe supportive probably judgmental laughter of my brother from the same mother not probably my guy you are out of pocket my dude this is jake let hey 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 cha 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 morant oh it's like the hispanic laugh 
Hey, and the guy who you could probably tell is our brethren with less melanin. What's up? It's Tad. I can't use my AKA because you did a similar one just recently, which I'm just remembering now. So it's just Tad today. Oh, it's all right. Hey. Because you, you did Derek Jones barbecue yes. and foot massage, and I went Popeye Jones barbecue. And I was trying to think of something with Popeye, like Popeye's, like the chicken sandwich, and then like Popeye Jones, you know, and then I was, all I could all I could think about was food and barbecue and the barbecue and foot massage video oh. popped into my brain. And so I was, I was thinking of Popeye's Popeye's chicken is the shiznit Jones. <laughs> Way too long, but you know, Way too, people yeah. understand the reference. <laughs> all right, moving on to the next segment, folks. It's time for what a disaster. No, it's going well. It's time for. <laughs> Nikki Keyless's random stat quiz. Boom, boom. I thought you were gonna break into the Law and Order theme song. Was right? that? Was That's that just like where my brain goes? Was that? Was that Netflix? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I've been watching Cobra Kai a lot lately. Oh, I um, need to start that. I haven't watched good. season four yet. Watch it. It's good. It. It's. I, I like it. it. It's. Uh, Bob and I talked about it. It's like. It's kind of like a. It's like a. I don't know. Like the perfect soap opera, but like with like action it's, it's like charm action is that the acting is terrible uh, terrible acting but it like not terrible writing if i'm being honest and the story works it, it does it yeah it, it's it like means those, it's, it's like very CW. convoluted yeah. but it works that's well said yeah it's like those cw shows but it's like but it's like for some weird reason it's just like it's working just a little bit more and it's perfect i, I, I agree love it anyways Nikki's random stat quiz. Uh, gentlemen, follow me, if you will, to Portland, Oregon. November 13th, 1999. That's correct. A gentleman by the name of Cal Baudler, who was a rookie that year out of Old Dominion, drafted out of Atlanta, recorded a sixth foul in 15 minutes of play. And then someone who probably got fired didn't realize that, didn't say shit. He kept playing, got a seventh foul, and now has the only NBA game where someone had seven fouls. Mm. Probably never going to happen again. No. But can you tell me who in NBA history has the most gains with exactly zero personal fouls? Oof. The exact opposite of that specific day. Yeah, that is it. The most gains with zero fouls. Yes, and I will, before we get into it, it is a name you know. Okay. Okay. That's helpful. That was, uh, yeah, I was going to be I've, very. I've decided to no longer, if, if, I mean, sometimes I'm like, I, they might know it because I might know, I don't know the name, but they know more than me. But if, if there's a couple of names where I'm like, ain't no fucking way that they know who that is. So I won't do those anymore. This is such a tough question because I'm trying to figure out positionally, like what would make the most sense where you could go a game without following? Scotty Pippen. Is on. He is not number one, but I think he is on this list. Let's go with no, let's go not, with sorry. Kawhi. Let's go with Kawhi. Kawhi is not. He's also not on this list. <sighs> okay. Okay, hold on. You brought up the Blazers, which leads me to believe that maybe this is a Blazers no, no, no. Player. That was specifically that day. Oh, they were just playing. Okay, they November thirteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Atlanta Hawks <clears throat> versus Portland Trail Blazers. Keep that in your mind for a fun nugget one day at a wedding or something. God, yeah. thank you. You know the I guys, love talking about the random. One more time. The guy's name is Cal Bowdler. Yep. 
Okay. Zero fouls. Chris Paul. That's a good guess, but I don't believe so. No. I'm going to say this to both of you guys because you guys both made a guess. Um, he was bigger in the 90s. Dikembe Mutombo. No. Matt Geiger. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know. Fucking Jordan. No, but they were teammates. Was it BJ Armstrong? No. Fucking shit. I give up. Last chance. Ted, last chance. Can you get a John Pat John Paxson. No. Here's your final clue. He currently uh, is a coach. Steve Kerr? Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> a record 396 I went, games I went played. With, I went with the wrong white three-point shooting point guard that Jordan played with. Did, did you yeah. say 396 games played without committing a foul? Yes. That Holy is actually preposterous. Fuck, that's insane. In those 396 ga- games, he averaged 14.6 minutes. That's so impressive. Yeah. Uh, in this, what did you say? 25, you said 396. Yeah. Yeah. 14 minutes a game. That is f- roughly five NBA. Se- it's 4.8 seasons. That's absurd. Without committing a foul. But also, he was probably a. I mean, not probably. He was a objectively terrible <laughs> defender so he probably was just a turnstile yeah and so not a lot of fouls happening well uh wow. fifth overall insane. it's still insane yeah fifth overall at 302 kind of makes sense lou will you know that's another person who's playing but <laughs> yeah not the best not really. right not below really. that steve nash and then jamal crawford um and then interesting <laughs> enough because <laughs> jamal crawford didn't exert any effort on defense <laughs> exactly again that's why no fouls are happening on those games uh jamal crawford 287 but interesting, 25th on the list, Michael Finley, hmm. 237 games. He has the most averaged minutes out of all of these, the top 25. He averaged 29 minutes in games that he committed zero fouls. That's insane. I wonder what his, what his like career defensive rating is. Probably I, not great. Who's Steve Kerr? No, Michael, Finley. Michael Finley. I wasn't Michael Finley. He was like a 3 and D player before the 3 and D player, kind of, right? I mean, towards I guess towards the back half of his career, he scored like twenty points a game, like <clears throat> a few years. Yeah, in Dallas, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he had, he had those yeah years. those good those early two thousands Dallas teams. And then like San Antonio basically started. Greg Popovich like really <clears throat> pioneered the the three and D um, situation. Wing? Yeah, um, very well for him. Let's see what's Steve Kerr's defensive rating. They even have that because like they didn't have advanced stats at the time. I don't know. Might Let's see if we can. Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing, uh, Mister <laughs> Mister Finley is a career negative point six defensive plus minus. Hell yeah, <laughs> Steve Kerr point three. Steve Steve hey Steve Kerr defensive win shares fifteen point one. So you know. It's not like a lot, but no, not at all. Like objectively, not a lot. Actually, <laughs> not a lot. Yeah, not 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 a defensive player by any stretch of the imagination here. No, but he didn't commit any fouls. Damn it! You see, here's the thing, though. You would think, like, you made the comment that he's a turnstile, but you would also think that a guy who like was probably getting beat off the bounce like that a lot, like you would think they would commit fouls, like trying to like keep up with or stay in front of somebody, but. Not Steve yeah. Kerr. Steve <laughs> Kerr was like, he's already passed me. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> I'm not going to keep going. Uh, that's wonderful. Um, 
Look, if I'm being honest, I was letting you two talk because I was going to try to see if I can find and do a very good sort of segue because also someone who's a point guard, good at shooting threes, but not the best at playing defense, Damian Lillard. Bam. I was going to see if, if he had similar defensive rating. I was going to say it, but couldn't find it in time. Uh, it has been, what is he out? With an ad- abdominal strain or something. Correct. Uh, and he went underwent surgery. He will be out for at least six weeks. Is this the end of Damian Lillard for this season? And then is this more over in more of a theoretical sense? Uh, like the mark of the decline for Damian Lillard. Jay, what's your thoughts? Um, This is like objectively the worst season he's had in at least the last eight seasons. Like since like primetime Dame, who we've known to be primetime Dame, um, has been like an all-star and, and, you know, this incredible guy. Um, this is the worst season we've seen of his for quite some time. There's also a long history of guards, like smaller guards, much like Dame to have a pretty abrupt, like just end to their career. Um, his shooting percentages this year are the worst he's had ever in his entire career. I mean, even since his rookie season, um, he's never shot this bad from the field. He's never shot this bad from three. His effective field goal percentage, also the lowest of his entire career. It's by far the worst season of his career. And with all that said, there's no doubt in my mind that he's been playing with abdominal problems basically since the end of last year. So I'm going to reserve judgment until he comes back from this injury. I would also say, too, as a Blazers like front office thinking person, what else do they have to play for this year? Like They're going to blow this shit up. I will say this. This may be the end of Damon Portland, however. That's my big hot take. God damn it. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> that was... for, tab for you, I'm assuming, continue that fiery speaking. Uh, this is the lowest points per game that he's had in six seasons. So, yeah, everything yeah. is lower at the moment. Bad. Everything. But bad. I have everything. to say real quick, abdominal problems, that's got to really fuck up your shot. And oh, just absolutely. really your overall gameplay, that's got to be a lot. Very painful. No question. Ted, let's talk abs. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> let's talk Dave. I did do an ab workout earlier today. hey um, I, 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 I rode, I I rode the bike. bike. I did a core workout, and then I did some yoga. So uh, just really working on, on my <clears> – <throat> Uh, this this whole thing has really made me f- make sure I need to take care. Of, like, it, it confirmed I need to take care of my abdomen more. So, you know, I've been kind of focusing on on that myself. Um, yeah, just savvy veteran move, Damian Lillard. I'm having a bad season. I'm hurt. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's like it's like it's like when old people get in trouble and go to prison. They're just like, okay, well, I'm gonna die now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like Joe Paterno got in trouble, died. <laughs> the fact that Donald Sterling is still alive <clears throat> is astounding, yeah. and the fact that <clears throat> Bill Cosby stuck around is also uh, astounding. But it, it's, it's sort of the same thing, right? Like, I'm I'm not playing well, uh, so I'm gonna be hurt and uh, and and sit out. <clears throat> I mean, look, there's a realistic chance he's. I mean, he, I'm sure he's probably injured. I'm sure. He's not faking it. Um, it is concerning, but similarly to Jay, like, I don't know, like, uh, abdominal injury, like, I mean, number one, <clears throat> I guess I want to know what that constitutes and, like, what's actually ailing him. <clears throat> um, depending on that, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, um, depending on that, 
I mean, if it's something like serious, like it's like a strain or a tear or something, then like, yeah, like I, I think we, we need to, to reserve judgment. I do agree though, that this is the end of his tenure in Portland. Uh, they, they, they will do something. They will probably make some trades, um, and blow the whole thing up. Um, well, let's speculate. Where's he heading off to next? And why is it New York? <laughs> it's, I mean, that's not the craziest idea. Like, there's going to be a team out there who is not only willing to make a move for him, but needs to make a move for him. And you could argue that the Knicks make a lot of sense for him. Yeah, Knicks are Knicks are high on my list of teams that would that would potentially make that move. Um, I mean, obviously, there's like Philly, like that's been out there for a while, yep. like going to get him and like reloading for Ben Simmons. I wonder though, like at this rate, like if Daryl Morey's thinking himself, like. Yes, sure. Ben Simmons hasn't played at all this year, but am I trading him for a potential like like aging point guard who's about to be done? Like is that really much better than Ben Simmons? Like now now like if you're Daryl Morey, like you're looking at this trade and you're like, "Fuck, this did not look as like this does not look as good now as it did at the beginning of the season." Um so it's interesting. I again, I I I want to say with everything that I said about Dame, I, I'm not writing him out as of yet. I'm going to chalk this up to an injury. Um but I think I think his time in Portland is done. I think the Portland Trailblazers are not only are going to, but need to blow this up. Like the the whole thing, they need to start over again. Minnesota and Sacramento, I think, are also destinations potentially for him. Sacramento, I know they're not competing for anything anytime soon, but those they need to sell tickets. Dame will Dame will sell tickets. Yeah, Minnesota Bay Area guy too. Minnesota is, uh, a, I think, like a legitimately good fit for him. Um, but I mean, the, the problem is there aren't a lot of teams that like you, you hit the nail on the head with the aging point guard thing. There aren't a ton of teams that need that. Miami has their own and Kyle Lowry. Um, like what the, like what the fuck is like Orlando going to do? Like, or like, you know, I'm just, I'm just spitballing teams here. Like San Antonio has DeJounte Murray. So they're fine. Um, you know, like I guess. Do like the Bucks need him? Not really. The Mavericks have Luca. Um, I mean, I guess maybe the Rockets, but they've got. You know, do they want another John Wall situation? I mean, this is obviously not as egregious as John Wall, but um, yeah, I mean, it it, it is interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I I don't think write him off yet, but it, it will be interesting to see. Um, I think they should just shut him down for the rest of the year. There's absolutely no point in him coming back. Yeah, it's like six weeks. What does that take you to? I mean, six another, weeks, is a month, another and a half, month is so. another month is the All Star break, and then yeah, so you're basically like March first, and that's like they're saying six to eight weeks. So I'm saying at this point, like he's probably not ready to start playing again until middle of March if they're like really taking it easy. And at that rate, like, why even rush it? Why don't they just simply cut his abdomen off? Who needs him? Who needs him? Imagine if Damian Lillard was just. Uh, arms, legs, and a head. <laughs> Stout man. <laughs> Stout cut in half. Man. The middle half. You guys ever see an adult swim? Uh, I believe it's called Assy McGee. No. No. There's a cop show where the cop is like literally just, uh, just an ass. It's a butt. <laughs> it's, stupid. it's a butt with a gun. I'm going to double check that I am. Look, I'm not randomly just saying Assy McGee in, to, the, to the microphone. I mean, that's not the worst thing that's ever been said on this podcast. No, so. no, not at all. 
Yep, Assy McGee. It is. It is literally just a butt. I'll send you all some pictures. You're gonna love it. Uh, and everybody else, you can Google that shit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Assy McGee is a show on Adult Swim. <laughs> Lasted for two seasons. <laughs> it's about a detective. That's a butt. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Good I luck finding a segue from that I one, can't, you jackass. I, I don't There's know. no way. <laughs> um, uh, who knows? Maybe he ends up with the Knicks because that works, like you guys said. Boom. Anyways, speaking of moving to the Knicks, uh, the Atlanta Hawks traded Cam Reddish, Solomon Hill, and a 2005 second-round pick via Brooklyn to the New York Knicks for Kevin Knox and a protected 2022 first-round pick via Charlotte. Tad, what are we thinking of Kevin Knox for Solomon Hill and Cam Reddish? Don't forget that second-round pick. (laughs) Second-round pick via Brooklyn. Um... When this initially came out, my brother, te- I texted him the like the tweet, like announcing the trade, and uh, my brother um, <clears throat> was like, yo, the Hawks got fleeced, and this was before like the details were uh, like very like like totally official. And I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know if they got fleeced. I'm like, you know, they got themselves some flexibility. Um, you know, like they like they've got a lot of contracts that are coming up and coming due. Like, you know, this this will give them some wiggle room. You know, they won't have to spend a ton of money on Cam Reddish. And then it came out that it was for Kevin Knox, and I was like, yeah, they got fucking fleeced. What are we doing here? <laughs> this is perhaps the worst trade ever. Like. <laughs> uh, like Cam Reddish is a budding star. Like th- we watched that Bulls, th- we watched that Bulls Hawks game together where he scored like he scored like twenty straight points for them. And like I realize that's one game, but like he is, he looks like he's he's emerging. Like he looks like he's finding his game, and that he is going to be. Is he going to be like a superstar? I don't know about that, but like a B tier star, a guy that'll go out and get you twenty five in a given night. Sure. He seems that way. He plays above average defense. Um, he's a good shooter. He's a good finisher, which like that was a big knock on him for a long time in his career, like for the early stages of his career. I should say not a long time because his career hasn't been a long time. Um, but his difficulty finishing at the rim. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What's doing there, buddy? I was looking up some stats in the video. Fucking yeah, I, there's nothing, nothing worse. So I, I understand. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's become a you know a, a good rim finisher, and uh, Solomon Hill is Solomon Hill. I mean, whatever. That's a warm body, but Kevin Knox is like a corpse. Like I'd rather have Solomon Hill than Kevin Knox. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I will say what is Kevin Knox doesn't do anything. Kevin Knox doesn't shoot. He doesn't defend. He doesn't rebound. No, and frankly, he's fucking like, terrible. Right now, the trade is basically like a net nothing because the the second fucking Cam got into New York, he's got an ankle injury, so he hasn't played yet. Um, hey, Cam and, Reddish yeah. with an ankle injury is more valuable than Kevin Knox fully healthy. Well, and I was gonna say Kevin Knox has been there already for uh, a couple days now and has uh, registered. Uh, anybody want to venture a guess as to how many minutes he's registered since the trade? Uh, I believe he hasn't played yet. Correct. He also has not played yet. Yeah, so that's, that's there's no, yeah. There's no equal, equal value at this point. Equal value. I mean, who's at, to say who won this point. trade at this point? Yeah. It's too difficult to say. Uh, it yep. is. It's truly impossible. We. <laughs> there's no way to to officially. Uh, 
oh, God. I wonder when cameras are supposed to come back. Uh, according to the reports, Tibbs said he's going to be out for a bit. Uh, that was four days ago. He's got an ankle injury. Um, not 100% sure as to when he's going to come back, but uh, a while is uh, is what Tibbs is saying. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'll say. like, I, or, like or Tibbs is like, I don't feel like integrating him <laughs> into the system, so we're just going to have him be out for a little bit. Which, I mean, like... Until <laughs> I have time to pay attention to the new project they've given me. This is kind of a trade for me like i mean granted cam reddish is having he's he's got like career highs and points um and, and really is having a, a really good season for himself not only that but career high in field goal percentage field goal or free throw percentage uh and is shooting 38 percent from three this year like a, a, like a massive massive increase from last year um he looked really promising in the playoffs he looked promising this season like coming off a good season the hawks had to make some shakeups they weren't really they didn't seem very committed to him going into the season so i'm not shocked to see them trade him um i did make the joke in our text thread that all the knicks have to do now is go get zion and they can reunite them and uh him and uh and and rj barrett and cam reddish and bring back the dookie days uh but yeah i don't uh i like cam reddish I, i i like this it's another young piece for the knicks and frankly kevin knox after his rookie season and not even his rookie season like after the first like four weeks of his rookie season has been just a nothing for that team um has not been in the rotation has been not contributing whatsoever i mean in in a world in a world where the nba rosters are mostly made up of replacement players even kevin knox can't get any time on the court that is the story of kevin knox's career that was uh, uh, pretty okay thanks man no that thanks. was that was excellent and uh thanks. also very thanks. accurate yeah. thanks. i enjoyed that thanks, that was guys. good i thanks, like this um yeah uh <laughs> I was good. I was about to ask what we thought. Like, oh, is this change of scenery actually going to do anything for Kevin Knox? But Jay, you already answered it with that in a world bit. So, in a world, <laughs> I like it. Uh, one more time. In a world. Oh yeah, no, that, wasn't, that wasn't as good. That uh, wasn't, wasn't as good. As good. It's okay. It. It's okay. That's all right. Shit happens. I lost um, it. I forgot what. It was. Yeah, I, I want to be clear that that me saying it was the worst trade of all time was like hyperbole. But like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, it's not Atlanta. Happen. What is you doing, baby? <laughs> I, yeah, it's a like. I, I mean, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I have to imagine he's coming off like this is his last year, and they're probably not going to pick up his rookie deal. Kevin Knox is going to be playing for fucking like fucking Olympiacos or somebody next season. <laughs> I was wondering where we were gonna go. I was just like Shanghai, Shanghai Ducks. Uh, hey, it's the Shanghai Sharks and the Beijing Ducks. Know. You fucking I'm, swine. I'm sorry, I don't know. Okay, I don't pay attention to the CBA. Come on, I totally knew that, Jay. Come on. Yeah, uh, do right. we think logic? Do, like, do we think this is gonna like really boost the Knicks at all with cameras in this? Team? I don't. I don't personally. Like, I, I don't see it. I don't see it making a huge impact, honestly, for either one of those teams. Wait, like at all. Wait, how about this? Uh, you, can the, you choose which one gets more? The Nan like, King. Sorry, this is off topic, but <laughs> I'm looking at the CBA Wikipedia page. The Nan Nan Kings team is the Nan King Monkey Kings, which is just. <laughs> I mean, I love that. How do you spell yeah. Nan King? I love that. It's uh, technically non. I think it's Nan Ying. It's N A N J I N G, but like it's romanticizes Nanking, like the rape uh, of Nanking. You may have heard of that from uh, like pre World War Two, yeah, whole thing. But anyway, yes, uh, 
Yeah. Once again, that history degree comes in. Bam, saves bam. the day. I actually have a, uh, a book about it on my bookshelf behind me. So I believe it. Wow. Believe it. That's pretty cool. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, speaking of history, uh, a few teams in NBA history have never won an NBA championship. Quite a few. Quite a few. Yeah. Clippers, Pacers, Jazz. Uh, Magic. Thunder. The Thunder. Technically, yeah, the magic. Well, because the Thunder do the Thunder retain all of Seattle because Sonics. Seattle, yeah. yeah. Charlotte, though, that's on that list. The Hornets, yes. Yeah. Nope, not not the Hornets or the Bobcats or the Kings, the Timberwolves. Did I say the Clippers already? Because they're definitely nope. on there. Nope, they, but they definitely have a one. Yeah. Ooh, the Suns. Ooh, this list Suns is won. long. No, no, they didn't. Shit. You're right. They're, they're they're not, they're one. They're the Hawks have one in like I think '77. So yeah, the Hawks. It's been a minute, but they did it. Yes. But there's one team who has not won, and that is the Memphis Grizzlies. Once the Vancouver Grizzlies also didn't win in Vancouver. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Still, just ain't winning. But this year. Ja, 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 Morant, and the Memphis Grizzlies have been playing fucking very good. They just uh, had a 11-game win streak snapped, uh, and then right after that, beat the living shit out of the Bulls. So. We don't need to talk about that. We're not. We're not. We're moving on. They're a bunch of injuries. It's depressing. Moving on. It'll be better. Do you guys think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to win? A championship this year? Do you think they? Do you think they are like contenders at this point? Jay, let's hear your thoughts uh, first. I am supremely impressed with the season that the Memphis Grizzlies are putting together. I I remember in the, and I will fully fess up to this, in the preseason podcast where we talked about each team, I could not get over what at the time I thought was the dumbest fucking trade of Jonas Valanciunas for Steven Adams, which is basically like arguably their second best player last year for Steven Adams, who like, like the Pelicans were giving away, absolutely giving away. Um, now that's not to say that Steven Adams has made any discernible, like major impact to this team um, in one way or the other. I could have not, and we talked about it a little bit last week. I could not have guessed that John Morant was going to make this level of like. I mean, he's an MVP candidate this year. Like, there's no, there's no question about. They it. also won ten games, ten straight games without him though. Too. Let's keep that. That in is mind. true. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And I think what's been the most surprising to me about them is like they're they're middle of the pack in terms of uh, like opponents' points per game, but they are seventh in defensive rating. Like they're actually a, they're actually a slightly better defensive team than they are an offensive team. Um, you know, despite having John Morant at the helm, um, they're just a really fun young team. And they're just like very much in the same vein as like the grit and grind Gizzlies. Like they're just, they're just, they're, they're grimy, man. And they're tough and they're athletic. And like, I mean, John Morant, and we've talked about this for years now, but like, he's just one of my favorite players to watch because like he just goes 200 miles per hour every single possession in a way that's just like it's like i heard it described today by raja bell which was really interesting and he was just like he goes as hard as russell westbrook but at the same time like he's slow enough to make decisions that like aren't detrimental to his team like he's he's like fast enough and aggressive where it's like fun but he's not 
like recklessly fast. It's just like it was the perfect way to, to like hear him describe it where it's like, oh, yeah, he makes a lot of like like he's just explosive. Like the other day when he attempted to I forget who it was when they were playing the Lakers, but he attempted to block the shot and just like got up in the air and like barely missed like tipping it. It's just everything he does, man. It's just so much fun to watch. It's just oh, God, I love watching him play. I really do. And they're just a fun team. Like they're tough. They've got a nice young like nucleus of of tough players of like guys who will go out there like you know i hate using the term but like like these lunch pail guys will go out there you know you got desmond bain you know even tyus jones to some extent you know steven adams we always know he was going to be he's he's just going to be your rebounder your tough guy you know kyle anderson like guys who can slow it down they've just like they're 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 just they're just so deep man like dylan brooks all these guys like it's just it's a fun team now championship contender not a chance not this year currently the second youngest team in the league yeah they're too young so there's that going against them i say second round second Uh, round exit which for that team super impressive i believe steven adams is 26 and he is like the oldest guy on the team or close to the oldest guy on the team yep that sounds right steven adams is 28 28 28 yeah that's what it is. i have their stats in front of me that's how i was Boom. able to <laughs> did you see did you see the video i forget if it was on uh kicks or it might, it might have just been the memphis grizzlies ig account where they were like like grading the drip of everybody walking into the stadium and it was just like ja jaron oh Desmond. yes yes and then you see steven adams walking in with like sweatpants rolled up above his calves and like two fucking slides out it was just like oh yeah it killed me <laughs> it absolutely killed me yeah i did i did i did see i, I did it. see that i love i love him so much he was on jj reddick's podcast and i was just like oh, can we I don't just know that briefly talk about the fact that uh tony bradley and john morant fought during the bulls game and then steven adams <laughs> just, picked, him picked him up and was like no nah, we're not doing this come that, man, dude, he, he he weighs 250 pounds. Oh, yeah, he's a man. And Steve, man. Steven Adams massive. just picked him up like he was picking up an infant child. Yeah, I mean, it was it's crazy. That's that hockey strength, dude. It's just different yeah. shit. It's just different shit over there. Yeah, he like, just it was like nothing. Uh, Steven Adams, like, I don't know what they call, like, the... Like the the uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the the outback is in Australia. I realize he's from New Zealand, so I, I don't know what they call their. Uh, there's a term I'm looking for here, and I can't figure out what it is. But uh, I don't know either. Their wilderness. There we go. I don't know what the New Zealand wilderness is called, but I, I imagine that Stephen Adams has in the the past fashioned himself a spear and hunted wild game with his homemade <laughs> spear. Uh, in his home country. So, um, yeah, I mean, championship contenders, the Grizzlies, well, probably not. They're too young. I, they're, they're, they just, here's the thing. That's a team that like, they need, they, 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 they need some time to figure out how to win in the playoffs. Sort of similar. They're, they're kind of like on that trajectory that the Thunder were on once upon a time, uh, when they had Harden, Westbrook, and Kevin Durant, where that team, uh, I don't. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say they. I mean, they did. They ultimately was their peak was that finals appearance because then they kind of blew things up after that. But that was a team that peaked quicker than like I think we anticipated that they would. Um, like Kevin Durant, where like this guy's a generational talent. Um, yeah. But I don't think everybody expected Russell Westbrook and 
uh, James Harden to be as good as they were as quickly as they were. Um, and I, I sort of think that's the same thing here. You like with Desmond Bain, with uh, Dylan Brooks, with fucking like Dylan Brooks, obviously a little older. He's in his mid twenties, but like even Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, like this is a team that is very, very good. They are very, very young and they need to figure out how to win in the playoffs. Um, they need to play together in the playoffs. It's a different animal. I mean, the playoff, playoff basketball is, is very, it's very different. There's also that fear that a team that is this young will hit a wall at some point in the back half of the season or even in the playoffs where um, a team that's this young, they're, they're not used to making like these, these long deep runs and like, it's, it's difficult. I mean, it's, it's difficult. It's a lot of wear and tear on your body. I don't care what anybody says. Basketball is a physical sport, especially at this level. Um, so I could see him making the West Conference finals, but I, I, I like, I mean, I think you're, I think what you're saying is likely that this is a second round exit for this team, but I could see them making it, you know, they, they're, they, they need to get some breaks, but they're fun, man. Like when fucking John Morant confronted those like first graders wearing Warriors jerseys <laughs> oh, when God, when they won that. 10 games in a row and they were blessed uh, and whooped that trick in the in the fucking in the FedEx for what it was not what is it it's a FedEx forum is, is that right yeah, 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 yeah. FedEx forum. and uh, uh yeah man trying? I mean like how can you not like this team they're they're gritty they're fun they're a little loud they're a little unorthodox uh John Morant is I mean if Here's you don't that. love John Morant what the fuck is wrong with you the guy just seems the guy just seems like he's just having so much fun playing basketball. And Here's you, you love that. Yeah. Here's a question for you guys. Okay. We're going to start with a hard one. Well, I, let's. we're, we're going to start with a relatively softball-ish question. Then we're going to start. We're going to go follow up with a harder one. For the rest of their careers, you get to pick one guy. Luca or John Morant? Nikki, who are you going with? What do you mean by pick? Like one guy who's like your go-to guy, like superior best player in five years, let's say. Best player in the five years from now, who are you taking? Luca or Ja? I think, I think Luca becomes more consistent, but in five years, Ja might have a higher peak. Does that make sense? Sure. Pick a uh, fucking guy. Pick I, I one. Ja, I'm saying Ja. Jesus, okay. calm the fuck okay. down. Okay. Damn. Okay. Okay. Jeez. Five years. That is. Yeah, I can't believe you're gonna do this to me, but same. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you know, you know, you so know. Impressive. What the fuck's your You answer, know huh? that I love. Oh, you bro. know how much I love Luca, and you, you, you know how much what you just did there pains me. But I mean, that's the answer, man. Like Luca, Luca is like Luca, always a little out of shape. That's it's concerning, and Ja. The concern with Ja is like, is this going to be a Derrick Rose situation where the guy plays a million miles an hour all the fucking time and then has injury concerns? But I think I'd take Ja. I think you're both crazy. I think it's still Luca with a, without question. I mean, he's generational, very, very close. Here's a fun one. And based on your answer there, I think I might know where you're leaning on this one. Five years from now, you get to pick one of these guys who is the better player in the NBA at that time. Ja Morant or Trey Young? Nikki, we'll start with you. Ooh. That's interesting. No. Mm. I still think. I, oh, shit. I think John Morant still. I'm going to say John Morant. But I think Trey Young's very, very good. So that one's hard. Chad. Yeah, John Morant. 
That's yeah. that's that's a fucking no brainer for me. That's a that's a clean sweep. I think that I think physicality alone makes it so that John Morant is in five years from now like absolutely superior to Trey Young. That's not taking anything away from Trey Young, but being a guy Trey Young is going to be an excellent player in five years. Yeah, 100%. I will say I'd just rather have John, John Morant. Morant. I will say this. Uh, I don't remember what the stat was, but I, during the Bulls game, again, not going to talk about it, but it needs to be referenced. Yeah, I don't want to say We're not going to talk about it. We're moving on. We're moving on. These last four games haven't happened. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, moving on. Uh, but the during the broadcast, they said that at, at that point in time, he was two for 22 from three. Uh, he ended up hitting one almost like immediately after they said that, but uh, he... Two for not the best three point shooter, John Moran. Uh, he's shooting forty percent from three. This year, big dog. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Might be a little bit lower than that now, but uh, yeah, very recently he was shooting forty percent from three. What? But then yeah, he was, so they said he was two for twenty two from three. He's shooting thirty five percent from three. Okay. As of two weeks ago, he was shooting 40%. Well, is it two weeks ago or is it now? Shut up. Right okay, now. I was listening yeah. to a podcast from two weeks ago, you jackasses. Two, Fucking, hey, me, hold on. Let me two go. For, two for 22 in a two-week span. Uh, say that will effectively lower your field goal. Yeah, so your three-point percentage by 5%. Quite a bit. Yeah, yes, go bring it back down. Uh, yeah, say that five times fast, by the way. So anyway, uh, TLDR, Grizzlies are good. Probably not good enough to win a championship, but pretty good. That's it. Pretty good. All right. I can't believe you're taking Luke over John Morant. Are you kidding me? No. I Yeah. I can't believe you did it. You, oh you I, I our know Ari- our Aryan brother, I assume. I know. I, I also Bye. just I, I'm blindly do love John Morant. So like I listen, everybody knows that I love John Morant. But like we Luke is like general I mean he's been an MVP candidate since basically his rookie season. Yeah. Like it's just even if he's out of shape, he's still one of the best five players. I will say this. 20, 20, Jokic hey. is out of shape at all points in time. 20, he's still an elite no, but the, player. We're, we're comparing different positions. Twenty four point four, five point seven. 6.7, 48.7, okay? Now, you ready for player two? 24.6, 8.8, or sorry, 8.6, 8.8, So I'm assuming Luca's number two? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really not that much better. Oh, again, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that like, there's a substantial difference. I'm just saying that I'm taking Luca. Heard a weird noise behind me. That <laughs> guy goes. That guy goes. That's why. Oh, that's why no. I close the door and lock it. I'm like, I don't want fucking like shit opening up in my home. It was so shaken. I was like, oh my was, god, dude, dude. It was like it was like a loud noise. <laughs> I was uh, last night. I binge watched uh, Archive 81 on Netflix. Pretty good. Didn't love the ending, but I enjoyed it overall. And it's basically like. It's like a weird like cult with like ghosts and shit. So yeah, I've been creeping around my apartment for the last like twenty four hours, just like yeah, no, I, looking around. I, I I fully get that. I uh, yeah, I don't know what that was. I don't know what that sound was, but it freaked me out. <laughs> so so scared. <laughs> now we have to record for another hour just so that attack can fall asleep. Nah, nah, whatever. <laughs> oh, that's if it's gonna get me, it's gonna. If it's gonna get me, it's gonna get me. We're at the end. <laughs> Like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to run or, or do anything. Like, I just, I give up. Yeah. No. <laughs> Fucking possess me, kill me, whatever it is you're going to do. Like, I've uh, seen enough horror movies. I know I don't make it out of this alive. Yeah. As long as, <laughs> as long as they have Taco Bell in hell, you'll be all right. Oh, man. Oh, the, is that is that the title? Taco, Taco Bell, Bell in hell. hell. I love that. That sounds like a Jimmy Buffett song. It really does. It really does. <laughs> and that's why I hate it. 
That's why I hate that I can't. Well, there's a Taco Bell down in hell, and I I'm like two chalupas to go. I've never, I've never <laughs> I mean, heard of Jimmy that's, Buffett song. I don't know. That I've like never heard of Jimmy I mean, Buffett I, song. I, 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 it's, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. I, I've never okay, listened to a cool. Jimmy Oh, I love Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. <laughs> Of course you do. Sometimes, course. sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm not that white. And then I say things <laughs> like that. Oh, no. <laughs> that was great. That was great. I love that. That's great. Oh, that was wonderful. Well, on that note. Yeah, I, I think that pretty much wraps it up. <laughs> oh, I think it wraps it up. Let's just plug. <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram at tad.hall. That's T-A-D dot H-A-L-L. And you can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me at Nikki Palooza. And you can follow the podcast at NPEA Pod. And if you're on TikTok, follow at Valley Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, that's been this week's roundup of the NBA news. Thank you so much for listening. For Jay, for Tad, I've been Nikki. This has been NBA. Enjoy the rest of your day. Farewell. Jay, do it one more time, one more time. Bye. No, no, no. In a, in a, in a, what? Oh, how you, in a world. Oh, come on. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Goodbye. I gotta do it the third time. Goodbye. Uh,